umgoblue.com by fans for fans since 1999 hello welcome to this edition of the umgoblue.com podcast this is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson and we are going to talk about all the happenings that are that's coming out of Michigan football camp first Andy what did you think of coach Harbaugh's uh, walkout during camp during the press conference I thought Harbaugh was uh, definitely done with what he had to say. He gave a very nice, intelligent, funny, sometimes presentation on the new players that he has. That was very good and rather unexpected because he hasn't done that kind of thing before. And it was not unexpected either that, that he walked out. I think that both he and the other side could modify their positions a little bit. Harbaugh did not give a good description. Uh, he gave an open-ended description of the problem with these two players. At first it was thought it was three players, but it was only two. And he left, he left things in the air. He, he wasn't specific about anything. He didn't know where, uh, what was going on, and there were open-ended questions. I think that's a mistake that led to depriving the press court of another 10 or 12 minutes of uh, really productive stuff. You know, I was was surprised at it, Andy, because, um, you know, the the coach has talked so much about, you know, being down in the submarine and being kind of secretive with information. You know, he wasn't that forthcoming during, during the actual media day. So for the first nine minutes of the press conference, I thought he was he was actually seemed to be in a pretty decent mood and, and was sharing information about you know, talking about the freshman and the quarterback battle. And then the the question of the of the three players who weren't in the, the team picture definitely set him off. And and I was kinda of surprised because like you mentioned, um, you know, the big thing is there are three players and you know, he said two of them were suspended and you know, when you put something out there like that, um it, you know, it, it begs a, a further question. Now, you know, it's, it's it's Coach Harbaugh's house, and you know, if he doesn't want to answer the question, and if he doesn't want to go on in the press conference, that is his right. He's entitled. Um, you know, so I guess um, uh, again, it's no harm, no foul, but I, I don't think it was it was an out of line question. I mean, we've definitely seen. Uh, the media give you know both Coach Hoke and before him uh, Rich Rodriguez a much harder time on things. Um, I think that that Coach Harbaugh is really still in his in his honeymoon as far as questions go from the media. So um, again, no harm, no foul. We we'll have to see we we'll have to see what happens as we move forward. Um, so uh, you know another we had another bit of news drop this week about. Um, the university athletic department increasing Coach Harbaugh's compensation. Um, again, pretty sweet deal. I, I gotta believe that that they're pretty, they're super happy with uh, how things are going, the attention that the program has brought. Um, what do you think about that, Andy? Well, it's become a seven million dollar a year man. Uh, he's not getting cash for this, but they're going to make a. $2 million payment twice this year into a fund that's buying a life insurance policy for him. 
upon its death, the the uh, university will get back its investment, and the uh, beneficiaries will get what's left, anything over what they pay back. So it's a good deal for him instead of giving him some easy access to money that he can do some decent business deals because he'll have a cup, he'll have a whole bunch of cash floating around that he can borrow or. Just take out of there, I guess. So yeah, uh, I wonder, Andy. Beautiful do you, perk. Andy, do you have any insight? I know in your in your former life you did a lot with taxes. Is this some way to to avoid taxes, or is this is this does this give him some more flexibility? I mean, uh, almost almost every big business deal, waste deal like that has taxes in mind because they don't want to be giving it up to the government if they don't have to. And I'm sure there are benefits. Uh, in doing it that way, and that is probably one reason of why they they chose what they did. There's got to be tax benefits to it. But specifically, I am not an income tax man, so I don't know for sure. Uh, but I'd say I suspect that very heavily. You know, you'd think uh, for a guy getting a two million dollar raise, he'd be uh, he would have been in a little better mood Monday. Hopefully, well, hopefully everything's going well at practice. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that on balance he was in a bad mood because the first part of this the first part of his presentation was very good, right on point, interesting. Even got a little after, you know. I mean, he 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 had his crowd. It's too bad. I I thought that he did wrong in this that he could have said, you know, that I'm not answering that question. Don't ask me that kind of thing anymore. Because the subject is closed, and it would have been closed. He didn't have to bolt out of there. I thought the bolting out was overkill. And as I said in the opening, it probably killed another 12 minutes of uh, informative stuff that the press is coming on to make their living. You know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see when he comes out of the submarine next. Um, you know, we're we're getting down to only a few weeks before the first game, so. I'm wondering if he's going to just not appear next week or, or you know, send somebody else out to talk. Um, you know, uh, we had a good session with some of the offensive players yesterday. Um, you know, we, we got Devion Smith. We got – and i got to say that Devion Smith is starting to be one of my favorite players to talk to. Um, you know, part of it is that, you know, he's a senior. He's been through this before. But a lot of it is he, he just has a swagger. And, you know, it, it's funny because he'll, he'll give some of the, you know, the other players a little bit of a hard time. And, and um, he'll say things like, well, the coach probably doesn't want us to say this, but, and then he'll say it. And, you know, I think it's that confidence that you have as a senior. Um, I think the, the, the thing that I took away from it is he was very clear that, in his opinion, it's, the, it's his job to lose, the starting running back. He also said that he really wanted 30 carries a game, but could live with 20. And and I'm going to be, I you know, uh, hopefully the offense will be that prolific. But I kind of thought that was funny. Uh, he also has some real high goals for yards that he would not share with us. But it, it's very clear that that Devion is believing that he's going to be the starter. He's going to stay healthy, and he has some pretty some pretty big goals for the season. He should have a good outlook because he's got the, the best probabilities of any running back on that squad right now because he's proven the rest of them 
really have more to prove. Uh, Ty Isaac, for instance, uh, hasn't done much at Michigan yet. Uh, Greg Johnson is healthy now. And beyond those three, it's, uh, guess who's going to be the one guy that they keep talking about is Evans. And, uh, Evans is, uh, is a, a, a spot receiver. He can play. He's one of those multiple players that have a lot of Chris Evans. Uh, he can be a, a slot receiver. He can play in the defensive backfield. He can be a regular running back. So he's uh, sort of another renaissance man. And certainly, with his speed and agility, he's going to be maybe, maybe, maybe something like a Steve Preston on special teams. So here's a kid that everybody's mentioning. Harbaugh rhapsodized about him in his, on his Monday press conference. About him, and Devion uh, uh, mentioned him Wednesday night. So he's going to be a kid that's got a future. People, credible witnesses have seen him play and run, and they think he's going to be great. So perhaps he will be. At least he has a chance now of seeing that's going to happen. You know, the big news yesterday is that we had a very, very important announcement regarding the quarterback position. And I got to tell you, it's something that's a surprise. If you had told me that Eric Magnuson was going to make the move from offensive line to quarterback, I would have told you you were crazy. But he was very confident in his abilities yesterday, so that uh, that gave everybody a good laugh. He was he was he was somewhat serious, but joking. I think that again, you know, with with Magnuson, you have another player. I mean, he's a fifth year senior, and I think. Part of what was happening is that he was kind of entertaining himself, and uh, everybody was going along with it. And it was funny to see that, you know, that sometimes under Hoke and, and Rich Rod, the players were so uptight. The players were so afraid of saying something that they said nothing, and, and you really kind of felt for them. I mean, you could see that they, they weren't enjoying, you know, the interactions with the media, and... You know, of course, the the way the the seasons went toward the latter, you know, toward the latter part of both of those guys' tenures, um, it was really kind of funny to see Magnuson kind of show a little bit of personality and, and and joke around a little bit. So, and and of course, you know, I think what prompted it is everybody was trying to whittle out which quarterback was was leading the pack, and and he just admitted that it was him. So that that was that was kind of a, a, a funny bit. Um, you, you know. know the- the Big Ten, uh, Jerry Donato, had kind words to say about that offensive line in the Big Ten stuff that came out very recently. And he said it was very much better than he thought it would be. He, he thought that would be a weakness of the team. Now he thinks it's going to be a strength. And uh, didn't he mention that he thought that Bredesen might be the, the best fifth man on the team there? So... You know, uh, yeah. Speaking of the offensive line, Mason Cole was out, and you know he seems to be pretty confident with the switch from tackle to to center. Said that things are going well. He's he's handling the blitzes. Um, you know, while we're while we're talking about the offensive line, you know, one of the things that that Devion Smith said is that he's really happy with with the holes that the line is opening up, but. He, he did say that this was a really nasty defense. And, 
you know, that that's the thing I think that, you know, as the quarterback position is kind of up in the air a little bit, you know, we're looking for the defense to kind of hold things together and, and everyone is raving about the blitzes that are coming in. Um, you know, Drake Johnson and Ty Isaac and Devion, both, all three talked about how it was really, uh, they had a big learning curve on picking up the blitzes that were coming in. Um, so it, it's, it, it sounds like that, that things are kind of progressing the way we would have expected. You know, another thing that Devion mentioned is they were asking him about the freshman as a whole. And talked about that the, that the freshman tried to storm the locker room and, and, and take yeah. the locker room yeah. away. And, you know, it, yeah. you look at this and, you know, the perception that from the outside when Harbaugh came in is that he was a taskmaster. And that he just, he rode these players into the ground and he talked about how hard they work. And I'm not doubting that they work hard, but it seems like they're having a good time. I mean, it, it didn't seem forced. You know, when you talk about these little things going back and forth, I mean, um, you know, Mason Cole, Magnuson, um, Devion Smith, um, Johnson, all all were in really good spirits. I mean, they, they were they were you know enjoying the interaction. They and again, I just noticed the difference. You know, especially toward the latter latter part of, of Hulk, where the guys just seemed like they were. Uh, so uptight when they would come out to talk. Now, listen. If the, if the season, if the season, if this, when the season gets tough, you know that 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 you know, depending that you know that might change a little bit depending on as the season goes. But you you know you'd hate to think you know again Andy we watch these guys and you would hope that they're kind of having the time of their life. You know, you want to believe that playing football would be for Michigan would be a great, you know, fun kind of a unique experience. And sometimes guys don't look like they're having that much fun. Right now, these guys look like they're they're like you said they're confident, they're having a good time. You know, they're not afraid of getting reamed for what they might say, and uh, it, it it's kind of a nice change. Yeah, it is, and that's that's part of what Harbaugh brings. Because he brings brashness and confidence, and he likes to have a good time, too. So, Damian Smith has always been a good interview. And in this last one, he he was uh, talking about that for these big guys, somebody asked him about Gary and asked him about Taco, and he said the two of them are about the same size, and that he just makes himself big for them. You know he ties into them with everything he's got. And he's not a guy to be afraid, and he's certainly no wallflower, and he's always exuded confidence. Even back, I interviewed him when he was a freshman, he had confidence in it, doing something. Now, I'll, I'll mention something else that he said. He was talking about Rashawn Gary, and, and he said, you know, he's just a teenager. He's just a kid. There's no way a teenager's going to beat me. <laughs> and and again, it, it's it's that kind of, you know, back and forth kind of banner that it wasn't a cheap shot it was very clearly coming from a, a place of respect and, and kind of you know upperclassman playmanship you know kind of putting him in his place but again he, and he raved and raved about him and, and he just you know he talked about both those guys so um, you know you, you mentioned how, how Harbaugh is brash I mean we, we can't go on without mentioning you know his, his little feud with with Jim Rome and, and you know 
it, it crossed my mind. You know, after um, after kind of the the outburst with the media and kind of him taking it to a national level with Jim Rome. You know, is Harbaugh somebody who needs to have conflict? Is it? I mean, and, and again, because I don't really think. I really, I, I kind of almost thought like you picked a fight on Monday. I mean, is he somebody I, who I, just thrives on that? I don't think he he uh, uh, wants a fight, but I I think he doesn't turn down any competition. I think he views almost everything as a competition, and that's a competition with these guys. And his tweet that he came back and uh, about a Chris Evert uh, comment. Uh, inferring that a football player was not uh, up to par uh, backbone-wise, and uh, I thought it was kind of a, a kind of an interesting comment there. But I think he thinks everything's a competition. Well, Andy, I, I have to really tell you that, that I I, I kind of like Jim Rome a little bit, but I've seen the clip where, and I don't know if you've seen it, but. But yes. uh, uh, yes. you know, pa- you know, way back at the, in you know in the way back of Jim Rome's career, you know, he he had an interview and it's there's video of it and he thought it was really funny to, you know, poke poke the bear, and 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 the bear almost kicked his ass and well, it's put him right on the ground. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's funny to see because you know you get some of these sports guys who are a little. Mm, smart alky, and uh, again, part of it is it's their stick. Part of it is is the attitude. But but let's be clear. I mean, you know, uh, you know, you you've stand you've stood next to Rashawn Gary or or you know, Taco Chow. Yeah. Would you want to poke sure. those bears? I mean, and no, and I think no, that not at all. And one of the things that I that we always try to do, and we've talked about this, is that. You know, being Michigan men, and, and these are guys are representing our university. We really try to bring in. We, we come in with an attitude of respect, and I think that most of the media does. But for example, you know, Jim Rome thought he was really funny with Everett, and Everett just wasn't having any of it. And I think that that Harbaugh kind of, you know, called him out. Hey, remember this? And you know, I gotta believe that I think Harbaugh could still kick Jim Rome's ass. I mean, now, so um, you know, I guess the thing with Harbaugh is that he's always combative, and it, it's part of his personality. I mean, you can go on and on about you know how competitive he is in, in every in every sense, but you know, when you're that combative, sometimes you you find fights or conflicts that aren't there. Um, you know, it's almost again. You're you're looking for a conflict, like you have a chip on your shoulder. And you know, one thing that I hope that doesn't happen is, you know, we talk about the differences between Harbaugh and D'Antonio, and and one of the many reasons I don't like D'Antonio, although he's a great coach, is that he just doesn't seem like he ever enjoys himself. He just seems like he's constantly constipated. <laughs> is that why they call him Coach Happy? Yeah, and, and you know what I'm saying. I mean, you would think that for a guy who's had so much success, you know, bringing that program back from from where it was, that that he would enjoy himself a little more. And he he you know he's he's pretty grim. So I'm hoping you know we've seen Harbaugh have a really good time. I mean, anybody who's going to write a rap song 
and, and do a video driving a yellow Corvette down the uh, the tunnel at Michigan Stadium. Um, I, I like that. I like seeing that Harbaugh enjoys himself. I really hope he never, you know, no matter how bad, no matter how tough the season may get, you know, you never know, this season, next season, the future season. I, I hope that, um, you know, he, he's able to, to enjoy himself because, gosh, I mean, Again, with the amount of money he's making and, and the position he's in, you certainly hope that uh, you know you can have a good time. And again, I think that uh, you know, I think what we saw Monday is kind of an aberration of, of training camp, um, and uh, hopefully it won't become a uh, a, a, a consistent thing. Well, so, I don't think it will. The people who learn that from Pokemon is going to cost them. It cost them some time. Uh, that was profitable for them, and it was because they, they, uh, both of them could have used better judgment. Harbaugh, in my opinion, should not have walked away, and the other side should have known that he's going to get mad and not talk about that if you poke him up. So, uh, both, both sides, I think, had to stand up a little taller there, but I don't think that this indicates anything bad in Harbaugh's future, and I'll say this, if you're going into battle, football, or anything else, you want to have Jim Harbaugh on your side. I think he's that good a coach. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.